Hi, I'm Bran, and I love, and I, 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 I've always known this about me, <laughs> VH1 Christmas movies. I'm Dan, uh, and I've always known this about me. Uh, I, I despise VH1 Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo. I kind of forgot VH1 Christmas movies were a thing, and this is the Deck the, the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's this podcast. Yeah, um, I'm going to go the, back to the intro real quick just for a second. Once a week where I hear the intro because I've got, you know, in ear in so I can hear Alonzo. Mm. And I'm like, why did we do this? I have a theory that the first part of it is it's brand singing, but trying to sound like Brian Harold. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but it's just <laughs> Brian. That's funny. Brian wishes. Brian wishes. Brian wishes. <laughs> um, so that VH1 Christmas movie has been a thing, uh, Mr. Uh, Christmas uh, movie historian. There was back at about oh God, it's like 2000, I think, like at the turn of the millennium, there was a Diva's Christmas Carol starring um, Vanessa Williams, okay. which was actually quite funny and really good. It was sort of one of my favorite of the TV movie Scrooge is a Ruthless Career Woman. Um, like the, that That's the movie where the ghost of Christmas yet to come is played by an episode of VH1's Behind the Music uh, that is very unflattering. Like that's a really funny bit. Um but beyond that, and actually I think they're doing a sequel to like a new Divas Christmas Carol this year with somebody else. Uh, but beyond that, I don't know that VH1 is necessarily been a powerhouse in the Christmas department. But last year they did put out. They put like an bunch. eight out or like. Yeah. And I think, I think they even started getting into holidays that we don't normally see American television like address. Like uh, I, I want to I'm going to mispronounce as EID, whatever that I'd I think it's a, it's a holiday that they did a movie around that. So. Um, yeah, they're 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 in it to win it. Can you give me any more information about the holiday called Eid? <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, this is I'm gonna I'm, I'm showing my whole ass here for not having the full. I was not. Ready <laughs> How dare you not know this. more about Eid? <laughs> uh, all right, hang on. I know it what it is. It's Eid Al Fitr, and it lasts uh, from Friday, April twenty first. To Saturday, uh, April 22nd. It's the earlier of two official holidays celebrated within Islam. Okay. The other yes. being Eid al-Adha. Uh, and um, there, it's a religious holiday celebrated by Muslims worldwide because it marks the end of the month-long dawn-to-sunset fasting of Ramadan. I do, I do know that one. Got yes. it. All right. <laughs> Right. Well, Alonzo, thank, thank you for for uh, your quick draw on Wikipedia. And Alonzo, where can those can. where can those people email you? Call you <laughs> out right. on that? How <laughs> dare you not know all the holidays for everyone, Alonzo? Exactly. I, I'm a bad atheist. What can I tell you? Have Absolutely. yourself a movie little holiday is what it should have been yeah. called. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know what was nice about this though? It was a VH1 movie, but it was still a Johnson production. And it was just, it's always good a, to see a very big, big Johnson, big Johnson, <laughs> yes, big Johnson big out Johnson there shutting his stuff everywhere else. <laughs> That's right. Even VH1. Even MTV getting That's involved right. with big. You love to That's see right. that. You love to see that. Um, you guys want to break it down? 
Would love to. Um, Adventures in Christmasing is uh, really, I, I put these ones in a hat and I just pulled one. Uh, and this is the one that won out, the, VH, the VH1 crop. Um, they, there wasn't one that was like, the VH1's doing this. And also some other ones. It was like. How many did they do? They did like eight. What? Yes. They did. God, life is meaningless. <laughs> There's enough I think half of them were produced by Nick Cannon. Yeah. There's enough there's enough Johnson to go around. Uh November 29th, 2021 on VH1 is when it aired and it went a little something like this. The movie kicks off with a woman trying to rock climb. Uh, it's not looking good. We're all nervous. Cut to one week prior. That woman is Parker. Baldwin? Yes? Yes. We love her. She's a talk show host, and she's interviewing, you guessed it, Luda. Luda. Um, and it is hard-hitting stuff. <laughs> this isn't your traditional ludicrous interview. This is Parker Baldwin. She gets stuff out of people that no one else does. After the show, she finds out that tomorrow's guest has been changed. Instead... Finn Holt is coming. What? And you might be asking, Finn Holt? The Finn Holt? Are they going to be able to handle this? <laughs> Finn Holt is a huge deal. Parker says, I don't have time to prepare for an interview with the biggest celebrity in the world, Finn Holt. Apparently, Finn is like an adventure star who also is incredibly, incredibly famous. Zip lines over the crowd on the Parker Baldwin show onto the stage. She starts the interview and he just kind of like hits on her in a weird, in a weird yeah. way. Um, but then the interview gets really serious. I know that because there's some haunting piano music that lets us know this <laughs> is serious. He uh, brought a ferret, which is also, you know, fun. It's a fun interview. Everybody had a good time, but Parker is not pleased. Parker once again says, I didn't have time to prepare. This is fit. She wanted hard hitting journalism. All she got was ferret. Um, after the interview, Finn is with his producer. He has one at all times and, uh, he gets a call and he's like, um, mm, this is interesting news. Uh, apparently the network wants Parker to go on Finn's show for a holiday special, a holiday wilderness special. I'm sure they'll pull it off. Uh, Parker is less than thrilled by this, but her hands are tied because the person upstairs I don't know if they're talking about God. I don't know if they're talking about someone else, but they've said it is so, so it is so. So she spends uh, the night packing and then reading about Finn in the bathtub. She's no, in the no, bathtub. No, no. Reading about Finn while she's in the bathtub. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Finn is spending the night watching clips of Parker in the bathtub. No? No. He's... No. No, no one's doing... Um, there and, isn't a book or video of anyone in the bathtub in this movie. But either way, they're not hating the research, I'll tell you that much. Immediately, she's out of her element, and she has to rappel out of a helicopter. She says, can someone show me? He says, no, you're first. Goes down. She does okay. Uh, but she loses her dad's hat. Uh, they build shelter and then go fishing. She catches a fish. She's pumped, but then a bird comes, takes it. She decides, I will chase the bird. 
So she runs after the bird, falls into the freezing cold water. She tries to stand up and she says, my legs. Cut to commercial break. Her legs are fine. She's by a fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, everybody. Just don't, don't, don't really, you don't even really need to worry about it here. Um, and so they're uh, hanging out by a fire and they're having a good time. But then they hear some howling. And uh, to scare off those big boys, they do some Christmas caroling. And that works. Uh, apparently, she doesn't have a change of pants. <laughs> that's not in the movie. That's a wait what, but that's not. She doesn't say that in the movie. Well, she didn't change it's her pants. Indicated. Yes. She didn't change her pants. Yeah, she did not. So instead of continuing the track, they find a cabin in the woods, uh, luckily. Uh, she decorates it for Christmas with some Christmassy colored ferns that you can find if you look hard enough um, at Christmas. They drink together. He talks about his dad. They sleep next to each other as an absolute power ballad plays. Just an absolute jam. And we don't get to the chorus. <laughs> It's all rise, it's all rise. Cut to commercial. The next day, she wakes up. She decides to go get her uh, own food and ends up getting lost. He goes after her, hurt her legs. A coyote then is there. He shows up, scares it off. It's serious stuff. They find hot springs, though, which is good because his leg has been all uh, scraped up. It's got a big old gash. And so she's like, these are healing um, hot springs. Let's get in the hot springs. Um, and so they get in the hot springs. And it's a little steamy time. Yeah. A little steamy time. Yeah, little and steamy not, time. not just because yeah, of Literally and figuratively. Not just because yes. they're hot springs. That's right. Um, they fall asleep in a cave. She has a, a dream that they are <laughs> no longer just sleeping. <laughs> And uh, but then she's woken up by the cave shaking and falling in on itself. He says, "We gotta go." They get out, and now they've only got a couple hours to get to the extraction point. And so they get to the extraction point, but they have to rappel down. And he's like, "I'm not gonna be able to help you this time. I still got the gash knee." Hot springs only did so much, and so uh, you're gonna have to learn what you do. What you did up there at the helicopter, rappel down. So she does that. She gets in a helicopter. He sits on the top of the mountain, waves goodbye. Back in the city, Parker Baldwin um, goes on TV. She's very excited to promote that she's gonna be on the Christmas episode. Of Finn's show, here's a preview. They show a preview. It is just stunning stuff. Uh, amazing. We can't wait for it. And she's like, you know what? What I learned about this is you can't, You sometimes you have to be spontaneous. We're going out on the streets. <laughs> Billy on the streets. And so she does the whole Billy on the street thing. Um, she, she walks out in front of her studio, and she's going to go try to find Finn, who is back the stateside, by the way, for those of you that were worried about him. And so uh, she is trying to get a taxi. No taxi there. The producer pulls up and he says, oh, my gosh, he I just dropped him off at the seaport. You're, there's, you can't catch him now. But she says, just watch me. Calls a taxi. Taxi shows up. Guess who's inside that taxi? It's Finn. 
Finn comes out. They talk about how much they like each other and adventures and stuff. And they kiss and they kiss and they kiss and they kiss some more. And that, my friends, was Adventures in Christmasing. We did it. I don't know what we need to do after that. Like, I feel like if you heard that, you heard all of it. You heard, you watched the movie, you heard the hot takes, you heard the wait what's. You've got, we've, we've done it. I feel like we could say Merry Christmas and call it. I don't think we should, though. I think we should still have a fun time. I think we should still have a fun time. I think we should take a break first and then come back with the, uh, the hot takes, uh, maybe some hot springs, et cetera. Here on Deck the Hallmark. We're back. Hi, everyone. Hey. Welcome back, everybody. It's great to be here. The month of October is here. Christmas season is brewing. We're getting started with some 2021 Christmas movies. <laughs> getting choked up just thinking about it. Let's talk about Adventures in Christmasing, VH1, 2021. Alonzo, hot take. Give it to us. Okay, I needed some context first from you guys because this is one of those things where our... TV nostalgia is very different. We are of, of different generations. What is your go-to on Kim Fields? I like what, don't. When you see her, what do you think of, or do you at all? I don't go to Kim Fields because I don't know who she is. I also do not know who Kim Fields is. Okay, just I, checking because you know, like if you were somewhat younger than me, like you would be all about living single. Uh, for oh, me, it's yeah. That's for me, right. it's the fact it's the facts of life. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I my thought of this whole movie was that it should have been called Tootie versus Wild, but you know that's <laughs> that's just me. She was also in uh, uh, Martin, wasn't she? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think she was. Uh, yeah, I think she had a recurring on that one as well. Yeah. yeah. So she's you know she's been around. She's a she's a lifer. She's been doing this since she was very young, uh, and and knows what she's doing here. Uh, this movie is. You know, it does what it says on the box, I guess. It's basically Oprah and Bear Grylls have a Christmas adventure is the, the idea here. Boy, but would I pay boy, to see that. Yeah, but you really have to pretend like you have no idea how television works at all. Um, much less how the wilderness works. Um, but, you know, I didn't hate it mainly because I think that she and Adrian Holmes, who you might remember from The Christmas Doctor, um, yeah, I do. Yeah, wind yeah, yeah, up yeah. Having, having decent chemistry. And they did. They, they went out somewhere to shoot this thing <laughs> that, you know, was clearly the woodsy. Like, I, I have not watched all those waterfall movies. Is that what is, or is that what these uh, probably Johnson's Johnson filming in the forest this again? Is, Same it did bit. seem like no. Big Johnson's backyard, but <laughs> but the water seemed different in this one, which could have been color correction, but yeah. I don't know. I think it's the same forest that Big films all the movies in. That's what I think. <laughs> So, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll give them points for ambition on this one. I think they really try to sort of make this a big, grand, sweeping outdoor affair. Uh, but a lot of it's kind of dumb. I would, I would wager to say Alonzo may be the most outdoorsy of the three of us. That's how <laughs> not like we, Brain and I despise. Like, I'll play a round of golf, but that is it. Like, I'm, I'm oh, good. Then you got me licked, because believe me, I... The, <laughs> If if I can't camp somewhere that has room service, that's right. It. That's right. We're yeah. all in the same boat there. Yeah. Um. I. I Which yeah. is to say, not in a boat at all. That's yeah. right. Ever. 
I enjoyed um, the two leads. I thought that they were fun. Um, the thing that I didn't anticipate and I should have was doing a movie outdoors in the woods leaves a lot of Christmas to be desired. Um, I should have. That, that's on me. That's on me. I should have thought about that. Um, this was a very random attempt to make an outdoorsy movie Christmassy. It was a truly a, a, an interesting thing to try to do. Um, I think the thing that I'm most furious at is the lack of Kel Mitchell in this movie. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> which that, that might not mean anything to you, Alonzo, but Kel Mitchell is everything. When you to, see that name come on the screen... You're like, yes. oh, it's one of the first. Welcome three to names welcome the, to Good Burger. You're, you're gonna get a lot of <laughs> Kel Mitchell, and I don't get almost any Kel Mitchell, and so I was very upset about that. But I did really like the two leads, and I I didn't have a bad time. Uh, to 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 we I, laughed like, a lot. We laughed a lot. <laughs> I had I had a good time, and but this isn't like as bad as a couple of the other ones we reviewed so far in this series of 2021. Oh, so, heavens. Oh, um, gosh, no. So, like, it, it was it was good. Johnson, it's Johnson, it's you know? Johnson, it's yeah. Johnson. And so um, I had a good time. The two leads were great, um, uh, but I uh, left wanting in regards to Kel Mitchell. I did recognize Jonathan Silverman from Weekend at Bernie's in this movie. Mm, for yes. what that, I, I did a triple take. I went, is that, is that Jonathan Silverman randomly showing up in a Christmas film on VH1? Sure is. Um, yeah, there was a, I feel like there was a, you're going to know the name of this, Alonzo, and I, I meant to look it up and just didn't. There was a Idris Elba, Kate Winslet movie, like Place Between the Snow and We're Stuck in the Woods. And the, uh, the, oh, the, right. Yeah, the I saw that one. Something. Mountain yeah. Between Us. The mountains between us. And I look at Brand knew the title of the movie yeah, and Alonzo Wait, and I actually real though. Didn't know it. <laughs> I, he saw it. Is it the mountains I between think, us? I think he's making it up. Hold on, I'm pulling it up no, now. If he gets Alonzo, this right. Come on, man. You can't for one the, second The Mountain Between Us. You're right. Oh my gosh. Brand. Yeah, I saw it. Bro, you want to give wow. an acceptance speech or what? Um, I want to thank uh, my wife for <laughs> making me go to see that with her. She was Dan, really excited about seen it. only four movies. That's right. easy to remember <laughs> that's the titles. Fair, that's, fair, that's fair. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. I felt like someone saw that movie and was like, "Well, what if we Christmas it up and try to do our own thing with it?" And I, what if I we just make it Johnson. We, we just Johnson. Call Johnson. Get big on the phone. Uh, and I, I, I it. I am. I've never produced any TV in my life, um, but that you know of that I, <laughs> I know of. But I've been around a lot of TV producers, not only because we've appeared on uh, numerous TV stations, but also because we've produced a little live TV here in the studio. And I'm offended on behalf of all of those people for whatever <laughs> this was, because. It is just embarrassing to think that this is how TV is made. If you watched this and thought this is how TV was made, you would think it was like for people that didn't want to finish middle school. <laughs> and they just were like, you know what? I know Algebra 1's around the bend. Let me just go ahead and produce TV instead. Um, Are you <laughs> suggesting that a, a world-famous adventure guy would go into the woods with one, one dude and one lady medic and then... The, his only contact back in civilization would be Jonathan Silverman. Jonathan Silverman. Weekend at Bernie's, Jonathan Silverman. And they would make just some... Imagine if Oprah and Bear Grylls went on a trip and Bear Grylls made Oprah just free jump out of a helicopter.
helicopter with no training. Just was like, all right, Oprah, I know that you've got gifts, but now you've got one rope and I hope that you can hold on. Like that is just Gail is not helping. Yeah. It's just absurd, man. Like I just, it was hard for me to wrap my brain around what they were trying to accomplish in this movie, but it is not the worst thing we've seen in this, uh, in this season that we've been doing here. And, uh, and for that, uh, I tip my hat. The guy that made this made the Christmas ring, Tony or Tori Scott, Tony, Tony, no, Tony something. I don't remember. Troy Scott. Troy Scott. That's it. I got confused with Tony Scott director as well. So yeah. So yeah, it's not good. It's really, really bad, but it's a fun bad, not a bad bad. There you go. It's time for all the feels where we talk about what in the movie gave us his feels. Alonzo? I do like the word cluster yuck. I'm going to start maybe (laughs) using that in front of, you know, family members, but uh, it's, but my, I'll tell you what my phone wanted to autofill it as, but I, you know, it didn't. Um, You don't want to show your whole ass. (laughs) (laughs) I I have to say, as dopey as the idea of like, let's have a campfire sing along to scare the wolves away was, I'm kind of glad that they did it. it. Stop it. it Look, it was one of the few Christmassy moments of this Christmas movie. So give me something here, Daniel. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was about it. And then I think that... uh, the I will say the dialogue wasn't doing anybody any favors, but like Kim Fields and Adrian Holmes were giving each other like hot face. Yeah. You know, like they were looking at each other in a way that really makes that relationship mean something in a way that nothing they actually said yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like when she's about to repel um the last time and she's like, What's the fourth thing? And he's like, always have a good meal. Like it was like not something <laughs> romantic. Like yeah, it just yeah. the way that they did said stuff. It was just was, <laughs> the way that was, they said was, stuff was yeah. right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I I I got a good kick out of like the character. There's like a second producer or something. Not the guy, the girl that is on this trip. Yeah, so I don't know who medic. she is. Yeah, the medic. The medic. Okay. But they, they're sitting around the fire right before a, a, a good musical uh, caroling time. And they just say, what, what do you do if you come across um, a bear or whatever? And she just does this whole like, you can't be up there. Like, this is the loudest she ever gets. It's the most she says the whole movie. And I just thought it was funny. So shout out to her. She did a great job. Dan? Um, I got wolf feels. Uh, the wolf the, <laughs> the wolf looked like, I don't know if they had a trained wolf come on for the thing, but it didn't look like the normal CGI. Like I remember that Amelia Ullerup movie where the bear was just like oh. Yogi the bear. Like it was, it, <laughs> but this wolf looks like it's big, legit. Big always has a wolf handy. It, it is. It is impressive that when they shoot all their movies in the same forest, they got wolves on call. They just call got one out there. Wolves on call. Uh, but yeah, the wolf looked really, really good. There you go. There you have it. See, it's a good right. looking. That's a good looking wolf. That's right. <laughs> that wolf. That's a good looking wolf. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we'll talk about the wait. What's and the what the VH one VH one one more VH one more question. Oh, I like that. I, I like know. that. I like Here that. on deck, the homer. Hmm. 
we're back, y'all. We're talking about adventures and baby adventures and Christmas thing. Adventures and babies. I almost yeah. went that was my fault. That was my fault. That was my fault. Everybody, Christmasing baby. Yeah, that's I'm not that's, prepared. To that's talk. what I was going. Uh, let's get to the wait. What Salonzo? Anything in adventures and Christmasing? Uh, stick out and make you go wait. What? Oh, one or two. Um, again, a lot of this falls under the blanket of this is not how television or anything yeah. works. But so, okay. <laughs> she has no research team. None. She, she has to <laughs> herself go and do all the Googling, all the Googs to find out what the deal is with this guy. Does not have a staff, does not have any of that. Uh, or apparently even assistance to come it, fill her charity stockings. She says she has to do that by herself, too. If journalists refused to take interviews when they only had 24 hours notice, we probably wouldn't have some of the most famous interviews in our nation's history. <laughs> we wouldn't have journalism. They, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. Frost Nixon, probably not a movie. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I, like, I just like it's it's absurd to think that she's like, can't do it. I've been waiting all my life, but can't. No, can't do it. Not for sure. When we find out that Finn is going to be on her show, like her makeup lady is thrilled, her brother and dad are thrilled, and yet the studio audience does not seem particularly <laughs> excited about this. You'd think at some point they would have been directed, okay, this guy's a big star, you're super thrilled about it. They're all like, ah. There's literally one like, lady that they show that's just like this. Yeah. Uh, yes. Like head, like, head down. <laughs> oh, like, man. really? Tell your background that this character is somebody they're supposed to be excited about. Uh, The hundred-year-old cabin. (laughs) It is is a given in these movies that whenever, like, somebody talks about, oh, grandma's heirloom ornament, you know they got it at Ross Dress for Less. But come on with the hundred-year-old cabin already. That's not even... I was surprised. I thought there was going to be Congolium on the floor. Like, that's how not a hundred years old that was. Electricity, Alonzo. They didn't. They, they didn't turn it on, but that chandelier had light bulbs in it. Light bulbs were screwed into the fixture up there, and they're like a hundred-year-old cabin. I mean, not to say that they, a hundred-year-old cabin doesn't get renovated at some point, but like, there's nothing about any of that structure that oh looked like it. it was, uh No, 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 no. Okay, so she, she comes off the helicopter and immediately loses the dad's lucky hat. And then later when she goes off on her own to forage for food and gets lost, she finds the lucky hat, which means that she has somehow gone in a complete circle, (laughs) despite the fact that after the helicopter, they hiked for a very long time and went a very far distance. And couldn't turn back. Couldn't turn back. I was completely baffled as to the logistics of that because, like, there was a river and there was, like, a lot of stuff, and suddenly, oh, no, we're back at square one. I had uh, three that- what the hallmarks, and that was one of them, so I'm glad you took it. But I, <laughs> the woods have to be magic because yeah. if yeah. for some reason she can get back to the drop-off point that easily by foraging for food, then what were they doing all movie? Like, what? why do they do the rest of it? It didn't exactly. work. Yeah, there are clearly like dimensional portals opening up where they can go to the thing. Uh, and then, uh, you know, no, I, I, I'm going to save that one for my for my VH1 more question. Okay. That's all I got. Um, I love that uh, at the at her dad's house, uh, he had a Christmas tree or maybe it was her house. One of the houses had a Christmas tree so tall that it was 
the tree was literally bending at the at the roof. Did you notice this? <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, if you knew, if you were me, if you, you knew better, you just right cut off. the top right yeah. off. You wouldn't have to worry about that. You wouldn't have to worry about Get that. You a trapezoid. Um, for for someone who d- does this for a living, this survival thing, he is in so many compromising situations in this particular uh, uh, adventure. Like he's never had an injury before. He's never, he goes into a cave that falls in this guy. I don't know. I don't know about this guy. Also, while we're at it, or she's a jinx. Yeah. Or she's a jinx. While we're talking about Finn, are we like they, before they say who the most, you know, the biggest star is, they talk it up. Like it's the biggest star. That's right. Are we like, is bear is bear Bear grills is the biggest star in this universe. You know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you know, Michael Jordan, Oprah. Th- there is no outdoor personality that is going to fit that bill. Yeah. None. No, doesn't exist. And, and even if he does in the in the in the world of this movie, again, you have this thing where like if he is such a big deal, where's his team? <laughs> where is his satellite <laughs> GPS monitoring team and not just two people the, with Jonathan Silverman? His team is with her research team. They all went out for drinks and they ah, never came yeah. back. There we go. Never came back. That's what uh, happens. My last one is when she shows the preview of the show that's going to be premiering on Christmas day that is going to do amazing. It's going to break records for Christmas yeah, night yeah. Uh, TV. Um, they're, they're showing shots and I'm like, okay, this is looking good. And then they start showing shots that would have been impossible to get. Yes. Correct. Namely. Yes. The ones you. that are the two of them alone on top of the mountain, getting ready for her to repel, to down. repel down because up until that point they were lost. No one knew who they were, where they were. There was no who camera was there. filming them. Magic, magic forest, magic forest. <laughs> somebody in the helicopter is filming it and you're not hearing the helicopter. Yeah, that is just a, amazing. That, that, that even remotely works. Just amazing. Dan. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. And, and also, in, sorry, in the, real quick in the, in the realm of like, this is not how TV works. She is, she is doing a big live Christmas Eve special and somehow the network thinks it would be a great idea for her to go spend 72 hours in the wilderness in the week between where this thing starts and Christmas Eve. Because again, what could she possibly need to be doing, you know, uh, in New York? Well, especially when she, you know, has such a big research team that can yeah, do this That's stuff. true. They got it covered. They're I want to be covered. clear, though. This is a special case because as uh, Jonathan Silverman, Weekend at Bernie's, tells me, that a Christmas Day episode of an outdoor wildlife show will be a ratings bonanza. <laughs> it is, if Oprah went on Bear Grylls and they aired it on Christmas Day, people would flock to the TV screens. What else could you possibly yeah. be doing that day? Boys, I know you want to open gifts, but listen. <laughs> Look, I get it. Grandma, grandma, grandpa waiting, but we've got a show to watch. <laughs> Oprah versus wild is on. And from what I've gathered, they actually go missing and have no footage for two of the day. Right. So yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be real chock full of good goods. Yeah. And they just filmed it two days ago. So the editing is going to be choice. Um, this is the worst run TV show of all time. Not the outdoors one. Her show is the worst. When she's supposed to have hmm. Finn on for the first time, she's like, please welcome out Finn, whatever his name is. And she looks like he's going to be on the screen. And then she looks up 
at the producers, and they're like, wait for it. And then he ziplines through the crowd to land on the stage, at which point the producers also look surprised. It is, it is a, based upon our photographic evidence, no one, somehow he got hooked up with a zip line at the top of the thing, and no one knew it was happening. Not the producers, not the showrunner. No one knew he was going to do it but him. Every studio has a zipline cord, ran and ready to go just in case. <laughs> exactly. Look, if we know anything about Oprah's actual tenure in daytime television, it was all super loosey-goosey, and she just loved it when they sprang things on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're big on that. She's just like, yeah, just surprise mm. me. I'll, I'll vamp. Yeah, well, I'm going to I'm going to yes and you, whatever we, it is. We went over Thanks, this Patty. in the hot take, but, like, you would never do this to anyone. Like, not just someone that's not outdoorsy, but anyone. Like, you would never with no training go, hey, jump out of this helicopter. It'll be fun. <laughs> like, you would never do that. Um, but I get the feeling that our lead agreed to it as long as she had the best potato chips on the planet. Lay's Lay. potato chips. Thank you. Yes, I, I broke that um, down. You cannot eat just one, and they cannot get just one product placement because you get two <laughs> scenes, two <laughs> scenes where she has a bright yellow bag Lay's of Lay's classic. potato chips. Lay's mm. classic. Just, just chomping away. Always. I mean, labeled a camera, just centered perfectly. It, it made Folgers look like a bunch of posers. Like, it, it was impressive. I'm sure Campbell's was like, could they make a green bean casserole while they're in the wilderness? Is that a thing is that, that could have happen? Is that possible? I, I think my favorite scene of this movie, though, is the scene where the bird takes the fish. And there's a number of reasons why this is great. Um, first of all, it's, it's clearly a trained bird, which is fun that they didn't do green screen stuff. But the best is, is they catch two fish that somehow are dead. Um, they catch two, they catch two dead fish. So they have live bait and they reel in two dead fish that somehow got hooked by accident as they were floating with the current. They lived and, a full life. That's right. RIP dead fish. And then they put them on the stone and there's maybe four feet between these two human beings. And this bird lands on the rock in between them. A, a wild bird. Just, just out of nowhere. Bold. Bold move. Birds typically don't land right beside you. And then grabs the fish and proceeds to fly away. But as the bird flies away, we have the two worst possible reactions to a bird taking your food I've ever seen. Uh, option one, jump in the freezing water and chase the bird. Birds can fly, lady. That's a bad move. That's, that's on you. That's not on me. That's on you. That's dumb. But second, this guy talks to the bird like it is a trained bird. He says, no, no, drop it. <laughs> drop it as if this bird has ever heard a human being talk before like this is a wild bird people you don't go no drop it like it's your pet retriever that bird is wild you can't wild. That, that's as bad as jumping in the cold water and running after it i that scene was mind-boggling to me um can we finally get Kel Mitchell late in this movie finally. and he gets, he's the, her brother and he's gets a scene with her where the dad is in the kitchen and there's like an, a little bar, a countertop and they're both sitting at these uh, bar stools and his stool is noticeably lower than hers. Like 
a foot lower than hers. Like his eyes are at like her shoulder level for this entire scene. And they just keep it that way. Like they don't try to fix it. They don't try to get like a phone book and put it under. You should go back and check it out. It's impressive. The thing that I can't get past though is that she didn't have a change of pants. She has a book bag full of things. It's a four-day camp. She gets in the water, and then Finn makes this huge deal about how your your legs are going to freeze. It's bad for you. Do you mean to tell me in that entire backpack of Lay's potato chips and Neosporin, <laughs> you didn't have one set of yoga pants? Is I mean, you can just roll that up. Like I can't imagine having one change of clothes and you've never done it before. Not a not a spare pair of pants. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah. That and was on wild. top of that. They 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 start the fire just to get her dried off. <laughs> That's right. And somehow the next day, pants are still wet. That's right. Pants are still pants wet. Pants are still wet. And she goes back in the water again. And then it's the gun that actually never goes off because we never hear about it again. We're just like, <laughs> yeah, I guess she's she's good at adapting to the cult. <laughs> I guess that's what happened hypothermia chafing anything yeah. come nah, on nah, nah, velvet nah. pants nah. what's going on no nah, good to go it's time for vh one more question the part of show we talk about what questions we still have after this movie uh Alonto? i would posit that if you fall in love with a talk show host <laughs> and she decides to declare her love for you with a camera crew in tow mm. That's a red flag for a relationship, I think. If yeah. you are two TV personalities falling in love and you want to like have a relationship that exists apart from your professional life, maybe don't declare yourselves on live television. That's just it just seems like that's always going to be a thing of like are we is this really a relationship or is this all about ratings? It just struck me as colossally tacky i don't know what they're thinking and why we're supposed to look at that as this like the big you know like hearts and flowers moment at the end of the movie it's like yeah if you want this moment to land maybe don't do it in front of yeah, your audience that's uh, just a thought and they they cheer like it's something that's been building for years when literally <laughs> she met him five days ago yeah. um so I want to go back to pants real quick <laughs> because this, this issue has more layers, if you will. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. I will. Um, because we know she doesn't have another change of pants. They get to hot springs. <laughs> and they strip down to their underpants. That's right. And all I can think of, oh, she has another change of underpants? Because if not, she now has wet underpants and, and pants. And wet pants. This is a disaster. This is bad news. Not for Adventures this, of Christmas. How is Rig not on this episode? I'm just curious. <laughs> he said he had a cigarette. We break. actually, he's not allowed uh, on Monday. Took off on a Vespa. He's not allowed on Monday. I don't know what happened. Uh, <laughs> there is, there's, it's just a disaster waiting to happen. And, you know, if, you know, I, I understand what's going on there. You can't. Have them get naked on VH1. But I was concerned. We have already got wet pants. I, I, I think the likelihood of you having any changes of anything is low. And so I was, I was concerned. I was concerned. Because hot springs are only as hot as you are in them. Okay, outside. No, yeah, outside you, you got it. You understand how hot Outside the springs. Second you get out. Woo. Yeah. I just... Am I wrong? I've never been on a four-day camping excursion. Thank the good Lord above. But... <laughs> 
do you not take clothes with you to change into? I don't know. I've never also. I, I, nor have I, but I'm, I'm going to guess yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So at I'm least not, more underpants. Come yeah. On. At least very, at the very least at one very, change of clothes, right. like just in case, dun, 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 just dun. in case a brand intermittent fasting happens. Absolutely. We've all been there. Bundle uh, bus. That's right. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have uh, two questions for VH1 question. Um, one is, is that I did Kel Mitchell have scenes earlier in the movie that were cut out because the scenes that you see with him so clearly they've established this relationship as the brother but they just forgot to mention him earlier in the movie so i feel like they probably cut some scenes out of this movie where he's in there early on because he's third on the credits he's the third guy listed on the credits so, yeah, but that's that's because he's got a very good agent. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, he's got he carries a lot of weight. Kel Mitchell does. And then second, who did Ludacris owe a favor to? He literally <laughs> zoomed in from his you know one of his basements or one of his giant you know. Did, there's no makeup. There's no nothing. He just he's just there. He answers a question that makes no sense, and he's like, "I'm out of here." He somebody uh, had to know somebody, right? <laughs> It's funny because this is a whole level of the movies I'm sure not even going for. But if you want a, a good chuckle, go back and watch the Oprah episode about the movie Crash, where <laughs> she tries to give Ludacris a hard time for like cursing in his raps. And he's just like not particularly having it from Oprah. Like he's just sort of like, uh-huh, okay, sure, whatever. Like, that's a really hilarious exchange. When I saw him and this, I was like, oh, it's Ludacris on Oprah. We're going to, oh, no, he's just they, somebody Somebody at Johnson knew Ludacris. That's right. Somebody yeah. knew somebody. Or in. they knew it was going to VH1 and Luda is like, you know, owned by VH1 <laughs> and MTV now at this point. I don't know. I don't know. Like somebody at Viacom made the call. Yeah, Viacom they can they can they can make you come on to a movie via Zoom. If but they you need to. knew what kind of movie it was when you saw him there and you went, and then you saw the question he was asked <laughs> yeah. and you were like, oh, they don't. This is they don't they don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a waste of Luda. Uh, we did it, everybody. Congratulations. Uh, one more left, and it's a spooky one, boys. Silent Night, AMC Plus. Get ready for it, everybody. Last one next Monday. Can you believe it? I I, I can because we've got 40 more to cover plus Netflix <laughs> plus Lifetime plus the ones we missed we're going to do you know later. I'm sure we'll get around to the Family Matters one. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> until then, maybe we'll the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Homework is a That Sounds Fun podcast. It's produced by Tracy Nellis name. It's recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. For more information on Deck the Homework, you can go to deckthehomework.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.